Morning, ghostly listeners. You've got Jake here, and on today's episode, we're gonna get three pocket reviews or mini reviews of the latest ghost hunting gadgets. Two from GhostStop and one from Paranologies. So let's start it off with the GS2. I'll follow it up with the Flux2, and then end on the Electroscope. So talking about the GS2, this is a laser grid system update. Uh, it's an advancement. It's a, actually a really big upgrade from the original GS1. Now, the GS1 is your traditional red laser grid that you see at Ghost Stop. Big square pattern. Um, but with the GS2, it still does the pattern, but they've added new widgets, gizmos, and whatsits to it. So now you can get temperature, distance, direction of movement, um, all displayed on this tiny, and that's one of the drawbacks, tiny screen on the front of it. So um, I'm going to turn on some of these gadgets so you can hear what they sound like. This is going to be the GS2, okay? And it, it's really easy to use. All you have to do is press a red button on the side, and it'll start. And there you go. You hear the beep. And that is the baselining beep. So what's going to happen is on the screen, the top part, you're going to get a blue light followed by a white one. What it's doing is it's reading 64 points on the laser grid, which isn't too shabby, I got to say. And while it's going through and it's doing that update, it's creating the baseline. So you're going to get temperature, uh, subdistance stuff as well displayed on this little screen. But one of the major upgrades is it has a shaping software. So here you go. That means the baseline is almost done. It's a white light, and now it's ready to go. So when you look at the screen, you're going to see uh, an LED output. There's actually two. The one on the bottom is going to give you all the baseline readings and anomalies that are different. What's nice about this is because temperature var varies quite a bit, it will only alert you if there's a two degree change. Now something like the Flux 2 is going to go off all the time on tenths of a degree change. But with this one, you can look at the LED and you can see cold, which are blue lights and red lights are for warmer than the baseline average. The other thing that's really cool about it is if you have something that breaks the plane of the laser, it starts to shape it. And so it's beeping because it's detected an anomaly. And as you go through, you're going to hit this thicker middle light, which does the distance part of it. And this can tell you how near or far an object is that you may not be able to see. That's really cool stuff. Um, but as you move closer, it will become louder. And there's this arc on the bottom that tells you the distance. And if it goes from green to red, green is farther away, red is super close. Um, so it can tell you when things are approaching. Now, the other thing is you're going to hear it going off again. If it needs to redo the baseline because the environment has changed too much, it'll, it'll sound and go right back into reassessing the environment. So I really like this one a lot, but there's a couple of drawbacks. And that is... If you look at the little screen on the bottom, it's got a switch. If you push it away from you, you're going to see the screen with all the baseline readings, which is, it's cool, but you need your reading glasses because it's really, really small print, hard to read. Um, when you bring the switch closer to you, it puts it in flash mode so it can read the environmental changes 
Uh, and when I say environmental changes, this is the distance in motion and shape much, much, much faster. It does take a couple of seconds to recalculate if you have the switch up and on the, um, and on the uh, display that shows the variations from the baseline. But like I have my hand in front now of it. You can hear it clicking like that. What it's doing is it says that my hand is pretty close to the device. It's warm and it's shaping my hand in the position and it's alerting you because my hand is warm. And as I approach and stuff like that, you hear the pitch change, all that good stuff. One of the things you just heard there is if in flash mode, it gets too many readings too fast, it will cause the GS2 to reset and recalibrate, redo the baselines, which is kind of a drawback. The other part of it is it, the sensors only read six and a half feet. So I don't, you know, anything beyond that's kind of a bust. You just have a laser grid. So when you set up your experiments, you have to be really, really close to whatever you're monitoring. So for me, I use this thing with, say, a Boo Buddy or an Eddie Plus to complement the uh, information that I'm getting. If you don't want to overwhelm the GS2, though, I would say take it out of flash mode and leave it um, doing its standard calibrations and readings and stuff like that. Then it's going to hold up pretty well. This thing cannot work outside whatsoever. Complete bust. And I tested it in the Seattle Underground, which had a lot of dripping water. It was just too much feedback going on. And while it can read motion detection left and right side, it's not so good with up and down. So the rain... Uh, leaking through the ceiling, dripping down in front of it, caused some problems. So that's something to look into, okay? Now, next up, I'm going to shut this off for you. Next up is we're going to take a look at the Flux 2. So the Flux 2 uh, looks like a little pyramid, and it's an improvement on the first Flux. The first Flux, you know, you pressed a red button, it turned on, started detecting... Uh, motion and temperature anomalies on the left or right side and depending on how close or far away warm or cold you would get a green flashing light high pitch low pitch or a for the left side red flashing light for the right side and a high tone for temperature low tone for movement with this one though there's an improvement to it so if you turn the dial on it to turn it on it's going to go, there's the beep, it's going to baseline, uh, blue light, it'll blink green while it's recalibrating. And anytime you see it go blue, it's recalibrating for its environment. So right now it's got a white, it's baselined, and you've got kind of a glowing blue light on it. Now you're going to hear the little chirp, chirp, chirp. That's because it detected me moving my hand on the right. And it, we've got motion going on here. But as you turn, the big thing is when you turn the knob, you get different distances. So when you initially turn it on, it's only going to be about a foot. But as you turn it, and that's the green light, as you turn it, its colors will change, and that means the distance will change. So I went from about 7 o'clock to now I am up to about 11. It's detecting my hand movement turning it, so you hear the chirps. Um, so now you're up about 2 to 3 feet at yellow, when you go around again and it starts on red, this is about the one o'clock, two o'clock setting. Uh, you're now looking at about four or five feet. I would say four is probably more appropriate. And if you turn it all the way to about 5 p.m., four or five p.m., it's gonna be a purple light and that's going to be seven feet 
on either side. But again, the problem with this device is it does do some vibration detection, it does temperature changes, and you're hearing the chirps, it's moving, you know, that's my hand moving on the left side of it now. Uh, it goes off all the time, and if you're doing audio, it's annoying. When it comes to the detection, it's so sensitive, like a big enough fluff particle will set this thing off. So I would have some doubts on this. If you're going to use this, I'm like, put it down on a table with a trigger object. I probably wouldn't go past the two or three foot mark. So this is the 11, um, 11 o'clock setting. And, you know, I'd walk out of the room and just point a camera on it it's going to screw up your audio quite a bit. Um, like I said, it's an improvement over the Flux, however, still too sensitive. And they say the red and green can also be used to determine positive and negative responses, like yes, no. You know, I'm not buying it, but I think it's fine for motion detection, okay? Now, the third gadget I've got here is the Electroscope by Paranologies. And with this one, I... I tell you, I don't have much nice to say about this one. Um, I found the build quality to be a bit janky, like, you know, not necessarily professional grade. Look, I'm not going to hold back on this one. This device costs me like cost me like 50 bucks. It broke in a couple of hours. It doesn't turn on. I've got fresh batteries. The, the, when I read the description of it and what they were showing for videos, the device I got may look like it on the exterior, but the batteries were different. The colors they told me to determine where static charges were going uh, didn't match. One of the lights didn't even light up. Um, it's supposed to be red and green. I'm not even sure what the color is on the left side of it, but this device is supposed to detect static electricity, and you can follow it to the source because they say when a ghost manifests, there's a change in the electrical charge. Uh, this thing went off for any and everything. I'm not really sure how useful it could be. It has a loud chirping sound as well, so screw up your audio. Um... Yeah, and like I said, this thing shorted out within a couple of hours of use. Um, so this is the Paranology's Electroscope. I would just say it's a piece of crap. I wouldn't use it. You're going to get far too many uh, false positives. So in a nutshell, I think the GS2 Laser Grid System by GoStop is is it costs about 290 bucks. Sometimes it goes on sale to 250 bucks. It's not too shabby. Um, I use it quite a bit now that I have it. So I'm, I'm not going to fault it, all right? And then you've got the Flux 2, which is a motion detector and also does some temperature stuff. I like it better than the first Flux. It's got very limited use cases. I, you know, keep it at the 11 o'clock setting for about two to three feet and leave the room and record. And then you've got the Electroscope by Paranologies, which is just crappy... Um, it was a waste of money. I cannot tell you how useless I found this device to be on my when it did work for a few hours. Um, so this is one I would definitely skip. And that's what I've got for you. I hope you enjoyed the pocket reviews. I'll try to do these more as I get more gadgets. Take care.